0: Coming at you live from the KTSW studios in San Marcos, Texas, this is Bobcat Radio. Good morning, Bobcat fans. It is Friday, March 31st, and I'd like to welcome you all to another episode of Bobcat Radio. I'm your host, Orlando Smart, and today I'm joined by my producer, Bo Kelly, and my co-host, Autumn Darter and Presley Davis. We have a jam-packed show for you today that is filled with plenty of Bobcat sports and even some national news. But first, over to Autumn for a word from our sponsor.
1: Twin Peaks Restaurant and Sports Bar is a sponsor of this broadcast of Bobcat Radio. Located on the northbound frontage road of i 35 of Guadalupe Street in San Marcos, Twin Peaks has bites, wings, burgers, sandwiches, and more. Info and menu at TwinPeaksRestaurant.com. Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views.
0: Thank you, Autumn. Now, let's get the show started with some Texas State baseball. So on Wednesday, we talked about the Bobcats' most recent series where they traveled to Conway, South Carolina, to battle against the Coastal Carolina Chanticleers, where the Bobcats lost the series in a very disappointing fashion in a two-to-one series that the the Bobcats they were outscored 40 to 16 in this series. Now the they were able to bounce back as they traveled to Edinburgh, Texas, on Wednesday to play against the UT Rio Grande Valley Vaqueros. But I mean, I mean, in this game the Bobcats were able to get off to an early lead, but the the Vaqueros rallied back late to to bring it close. But in the end the Bobcats were able to hold them off and escape with a six-to-five victory. So. How do you guys feel about the Bobcats win this on Wednesday?
2: You know, the win, that second inning, we, like, saw the Bobcats, they scored six runs. Four of those runs came from Davis Powell's Grand Slam. So after that second inning, as a Bobcat fan, you would think, okay, like, we're going to start moving. And then the rest of the game, the Bobcats can't bring anything else around, and that's all they were able to score. But then UT Rio Grande Valley came back and scored five throughout the game and it was kind of kind of a nail-biter towards the end especially in the eighth whenever they had two more runs I believe come in it was kind of like okay well are we gonna pick it up or is this just gonna have to hold them to it and they ended up holding them to it and I mean kind of going into Arkansas State you're a little worried like hopefully that they're able to push past that and play all nine innings but looking at Arkansas State and Texas State Texas State is the better team but it's baseball baseball there's really not okay it's a better team it's kind of who's better that day so it'll be an interesting series this weekend
1: yeah and I think also adding on to that it's about who makes less mistakes in baseball for sure and it's just going to come down to who played better and how many errors each team had whoever has less errors is most likely going to win for sure
3: yeah, and uh coming off the series. I mean I was just looking at the um at the stats for it and you know They started off this that little weekend series with the loss of 0 to 19 Which uh is a devastating loss and really, you know kind of set them up for how they want to run this run this little series losing the next game the next day, but then bringing it back on um On saturday for their second game and then uh beating ut rio grand valley in uh six to five on wednesday you know it really showed that with this uh little traveling weekend that they had uh that early loss uh really set them up to get more motivated to bring them on to i guess play play better yeah push better play better and uh that's really what baseball is about is just who plays better
2: Mm -hmm.
0: definitely and personally i'm glad you mentioned the arkansas state red wolves because that will be the bobcats next game or the next series as the bobcats will host the conference opponent arkansas state red wolves in a weekend series that starts tonight at 6 p.m so what do you guys think some are some of the key things that the bobcats have to do like specifically to come out of to defend home their home uh their home field and get out of there with a win in the series not just like one game
2: i definitely think Kind of going back to last weekend at Coastal Carolina, you got to get those bats going at, right off the bat. You have to get the bats going. And whether it's a home run, single, RBI double, like whatever it is, as long as you get on base, you are doing your job. And also, you got to play defense. And I feel like they haven't necessarily been bad at defense. We've had a couple of errors here and there, but just kind of staying strong on defense and staying strong on offense and just playing your whole nine innings. At the end of the day, that's all it's all what it's about. And I don't know if y'all know this or not. Coach Trout is one game away from one hundred career wins as head coach here at Texas State. Oh, that's
0: impressive. Uh, so, that's very impressive. You know, last
2: season and I when I found this out, I was doing the math, double checking myself, making sure I was right. But he had eighty-two wins going into the twenty twenty three season, and the Bobcats are currently seventeen and eight. So it's like one win this weekend, he hits his 100th career win. So if I was a player on that team, that's what I'd be playing for <laughs> personally. But because that's an awesome accomplishment. And I'm pretty sure I think Ty Harrington has like the record for um, reaching 100 career wins in the less amount of games. And he's like at 168. And I'm pretty sure Trout's at like 130 something. So he'll also break that record as well. So big weekend for the Bobcats. And hopefully those boys are able to pull it off for him
0: definitely looking at the this series against the red wolves just looking at the history this has been a pretty even series between the two teams just throughout the throughout the years being a Sun Belt conference opponent Texas State is 14 and 14 against the red wolves and then even in their last meeting last year it was very a very close five to four win so the Bobcats will definitely have their hands full this this weekend but moving next door to the softball diamond the Texas State Bobcats will be traveling to Boone North Carolina as they face the Appalachian State team and in this team the, in this game the the Bobcats will be looking to bounce back from their from their two to three loss it was a very close loss against a very very good Baylor team so what do you guys think they have to do once in this uh, away series that they're going to be battling in uh, on starting today at 4 p.m.
1: I think, um, like Presley said, you have to get on base fast, especially in softball. Um, You just have to start out strong because, I mean, it goes so quick. So you just next thing you know, you're in the bottom of the fourth and you all don't have any runs on the board. Like you have to get out fast and you have to start out strong and then you have to finish strong as well. And defense is super key, especially when the other team is at bat. You have to get three up, three down as soon as possible to hold and secure that win for sure.
3: Yeah, it's um, it's just you know one of those things where early early runs, early bats really take take the uh take the whole prize with it. You know, if you uh if you let them get a couple scores on you, it's gonna be a lot harder to kind of bring it back in the later innings, especially with softball only being seven innings. You don't have as much time to uh kind of bring it back if uh if you mess up in the uh, first couple of innings and uh like we saw on Wednesday you know with um I forget who we played against on Wednesday does anyone remember Uh, Baylor Baylor yes with Baylor um we saw them get an early run in the second inning the Bobcats were able to tie it up and even you know win another or score another run in the later innings but at the top of the seventh right when it really mattered Baylor hit a home run and really just put the Bobcats out on that uh on that game and Went to eight and then uh, lost at the top of the eighth uh, with another run. And so early bats, early runs, really holding that ground in that early game is uh, what really matters there.
2: Yeah, and kind of looking into that weekend versus um, App State, the last time the Bobcats and App State met up was during the Sun Belt Conference Championship tournament. So it'll be pretty interesting. The Bobcats defeated App State two to nothing. So App State may be looking for a revenge game. Who knows? But if you look at it, Texas State, you have Jessica Mullins, Sarah Vanderford, Hannah Earls, Piper Randolph, Anna Jones, Sierra Trahan. Like you have all these girls that are powerhouses for this team. I believe most of them are batting over 300 this season. And then you look at App State, and only two of their starters are currently hitting over 300. So on paper, Texas State has the upper hand. But at the end of the day, you got to go out and execute that. So it's never they're the better team they'll automatically win you still have to go out and execute what's on paper so it'll be a fun weekend in North Carolina
0: definitely that's a great word you use there Presley execute because I mean without it's like being better on paper is nothing without execution so we're we're gonna kind of take a transition into a break guys that's gonna be all um, but when we come back we're gonna talk about I mean we will be glad to be joined by senior forward Tyrell Morgan and but do not touch that dial. You're listening to 89.9. All right. Welcome back, everybody, to this Friday edition of Bobcat Radio. I'm your host, Orlando Smart. And in the studio with me today, I have my producer, Bo Kelly, and my co-host, Autumn Darter and Presley Davis. And like I said before the break, we are glad to be joined by Texas State forward Tyrell Morgan. Tyrell, can you hear us today? Yes, sir. What's going on? Going. Everything's going great. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. So for starting off I just want to kind of congratulate you guys on the 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 just the playoff push or not playoff the tournament push you guys kind of went on because I mean that was that's a you guys were kind of a lower seed going into it and you guys I mean surprised yeah. a lot of people and made a very good push and we, you guys we, you made a lot of people proud here in San Marcos so we want at least we first want to congratulate you guys on that and then Pretty first sure. I just want to ask you how did as a returning player to the team, how did that feel to kind of make that kind of tournament push?
4: Uh, You know, it felt good. You know, that was a kind of run we kind of intended for. We wish it was, you know, ended longer. But, you know, we're kind of glad we at least ended off the season on a good push like that.
2: Hey, Tyrell, this is Presley Davis. And um, how would you say that the culture from the beginning of the season to the end kind of, like, was different? You know, the season started off not how everyone wanted, but then ended, and, I mean, you couldn't be upset about it. So how would you say that culture changed throughout the season?
4: Um, Throughout the season, you know, we dealt with a lot of injuries. So it's like the culture was, was the same, but it was just a lot of adjustments being made due to, you know, key players and everyone being out at a certain point of time, but, you know, close to the end when everybody was well and healthy, you know, we was able to increase the, uh, you know, positive vibes and, uh, and our culture, you know, we was able to make that run.
1: Hey, um, this is Autumn Darter. I just wanted to ask, how did this season mean to you?
4: Uh, every season, you know, mean, mean a lot to me. Um, <clears throat> you know playing playing basketball you know like my favorite sport so you know, you know every game i play you know, i play 100 percent hard and
0: yeah
1: <laughs> well good that's a good way to play for sure
0: so um daryl i have another question i was just gonna ask so What were some of the things that Coach TJ were kind of telling you guys and kind of instilling you guys throughout the season just to keep you guys motivated? Because, like you said, you guys were dealing with injuries. And so, I mean, that's just kind of just an unfortunate thing to deal with, something just kind of out of you guys' control. So what were some of the things Coach TJ kind of told you guys in your uh, head? What were some of the things that Coach TJ was telling you guys to keep you guys motivated?
4: Uh, really, just keep our heads up. You know, no matter you know who was out throughout the game, uh, our adjustments. You know, we still gonna play hard and rock out. So you know, um, throughout the season, it was mainly about opportunity. He spoke. He spoke a lot about you know, seizing the moment, living the moment, and seizing the opportunity that other guys had. Tyrell, what is?
2: Throughout the season, what would you say your favorite or like your most memorable game was? Which one just really sticks out to you?
4: Um uh, I'll say either I want to say the Old Dominion game when we uh in the in the conference you know uh, the whole season like most of our games just been like very close so to be somebody that like that much in the conference game you know it was a good feeling for not only me but you know the whole team
0: definitely I mean that was a great win for everyone here and all the Texas State fans and so I know you're a very team-oriented player but I mean, coming into your senior season, what were some of the things that you wanted to focus on in your personal game that that you wanted to kind of elevate this year?
4: Um, you know, throughout my whole basketball career, uh, I always been taught I was a person to lead by example. But I'm my, you know, vocal. I don't say I'm not vocal enough, but being a vocal leader being like the most the like all my coaches ever you know tried to get out of me so I'll say you know being more of a vocal leader
0: All right I mean that's I mean that's definitely a, something a great quality to have especially on the basketball court but I mean we we want to all thank you here at Texas State and at KTSW that's going to be all the questions we have for you we want again want to congratulate you on the great season you guys had and we just hope we wish you the best. Appreciate you. Appreciate things Thank you for having me. Of course. All right, guys. So, like Lee said, that was Tyrell Morgan. And we just, again, want to congratulate the Texas State Bobcats once again on a great season. They made a very great push going into the conference tournament. And, I mean, we can only be proud of those guys. But, we're going to stay in the NCAA but zoom out a little bit because it is currently the the March Madness tournament that is going on right now and it is the currently the Final Four. And right now there are three out of the four teams that are in the Final Four that we've never seen before. So with UConn being the only team that's actually like literally that's only that's ever been to the Final Four before, who do you guys think, like who are you guys' choices to win? Because in my opinion, I'm I'm not hoping because I was hoping that university of houston will win and then they were knocked out by miami and then i was thinking university of texas will win and then they were knocked out by miami so i guess it's only kind of right that i feel like miami will go on to win it all but who do you guys think will win it all
1: um i really hope it is miami i would love to celebrate there
0: oh no that that, that would be going crazy for sure what about you guys
2: you know, I'm kind of in the same boat as you. Everyone I was rooting for is kind of knocked out, so it is kind of hard to pick someone. But um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go UConn.
0: Okay, I I'm mean,
2: gonna push for UConn.
0: Nothing really beats experience, and I'm like I said, that's a team. UConn is a team that beats that's. In the final four that wins championships all the time and these other teams have never even been there Florida Atlantic is a team in the ninth seed. That's made a crazy push. San Diego State also. So Bo do you have a pick for who you think is gonna win? So
3: my philosophy with stuff like this is you know If if your team can't win if if you get beat by a team You kind of got to root for the team that beat you just because mm-hmm. you know, it's one of those things. It's uh Just how I see it like if I can't win, I at least want the person who beat me to win, you know? So I think I was kind of rooting for, you know, U of H and stuff like that. But I think um, – I honestly think I'm I'm kind of with Autumn in the same boat. I want – Miami to go for it, just because I think going to Florida would be kind of fun.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, imagine if Florida Atlantic and go, and then Miami both go to the oh. championship. Oh, gonna that's regardless. gonna be
3: that's that's gonna be like a civil war out there. Yeah, it's I mean, gonna
0: be it's gonna be rough. They won't know who to root for, but they're just gonna know that the turn up is gonna be crazy mm-hmm. in Florida that weekend. But those games will be um, held tomorrow night, one at five, and then the other one around eight p.m. But before that the women's final four tournament is also going on and in this tournament it will be i know south carolina will be playing iowa today at eight and then before that lsu will be playing virginia tech and i don't know if you guys i mean if if anyone hasn't heard of caitlin clark you're just not following sports good enough because i mean that girl is playing out of her mind I mean, she's the number two seed in Iowa right now, but they play South Carolina tonight, who's the number one seed. But I mean, Caitlin Clark is special. I I really haven't seen a player like her as of recent. She's going out there scoring forty points a night, putting up triple doubles. I mean, she's the is James Harden right now. She's going crazy. I mean, what do you guys think about the women's final for right now? Me
2: personally, I'm kind of South Carolina. But, like you're saying, if you have a player like Clark, you're not out of the talk. Like, there there's some teams that it just takes one person, and that'll get them to where they need to be. So, you know, tonight will be a good game versus those two teams. Yeah, Yeah, honestly, I
1: really, really like LSU. So, I am hoping that they pull through, I think it would be so fun to watch. And like Presley said, sometimes teams do take just one person. So I am actually really excited to watch it tonight. Um and we'll see how it goes.
3: Yeah, I'm not I'm not super familiar with these uh with these women's teams, but I mean, judging just by what you guys say, you know, I think that it does take one player. Uh and we've definitely seen that with uh some of our own teams and some of these national teams and whatnot. But, you know, I'm I'm kinda undecided right now. I'm not super familiar with their season, with the records, with things like that. So, you know, I'm just gonna kinda stay undecided. Um, I do know that since that game is going on tonight, uh, it's gonna be kinda kinda split with uh with baseball going on tonight. So
2: Yeah. And it's like with the one player thing, it's not necessarily a bad thing. It's just that one player on the team can bring out something else in every other person mm-hmm. on the team. And then that team goes, gets a victory together. And it's like, all it just takes is that one person to yeah, kind of like, boost everyone's confidence. It's like confidence. finishing
3: the puzzle. Yes.
2: You
0: know, it's like, you need the corner pieces. And
2: it's like, sometimes that's all teams need. So, you know. Energy.
0: Energy. Mm-hmm. Yep. Definitely. And Autumn, I'm glad you mentioned that LSU team because they are the number three seed and they'll be battling against the number one seed, Virginia Tech, and. I mean, every team has a best player, no matter, I mean, that's just the 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 facts of the matter and if you look at lsu their best player angel reese she's i mean she just is an all-around beast on the court she even when in their last game against the university of miami to make it to the final four she wasn't able to really get her shot going she only had 13 points and wasn't really shooting that well efficient wise but was able to secure 18 rebounds and so if you're able to grab rebounds like that and try to kind of affect the game in a different way when you're when your shot isn't falling that's just just the testament of how much of a leader and how much of a, how much of the that puzzle piece that she is for that LSU team so I'm hoping that it that final that final championship game is LSU versus Iowa so it can be Caitlin Clark's team versus Angel Reese's team and I think that that game will be amazing to watch but kind of zooming out a little bit more we're going to zoom out to because it's the final stretch of the NBA and I mean, who are you guys, this team's, like, who are you guys going into the playoffs going to be supporting? Because I'm, myself, I'm a Lakers fan. I'm hoping that LeBron can rally this team and get them into the playoffs. Or I'm not even, I don't even want the play in. I hate the play in. That scares me. So I'm hoping that he can kind of get them to the sixth or the fifth or sixth seed. Who who are you guys rooting for this last stretch of the season?
2: Oh, this is so embarrassing. (laughs) Oh, goodness. Um, Um, I'm a Dallas girl.
0: Oh, I'm and good. it's hard. Too bad.
2: It's hard right now as a Mavs fan because for the longest time, they were the only thing like going good in Dallas. And so now that they're, I think they're like 11 seed right now, it's not, if we make playoffs, I'll be rooting for them. If we don't,
0: hold on. I, I got a question. Wait a minute. Oh, gosh. The Cowboys don't, oh, it's like they don't, do, season. They don't do too bad. They do a little better they're than not the, the Mavs. They're not
2: consistent.
0: They're consistently bad. Yeah. <laughs> no. <I'm laughs> they kidding.
2: consistently
0: disappoint are, us. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, uh, moving back to basketball. Autumn, Bo, who are you guys well, rooting for? I,
2: yeah,
1: I like Presley. I'm from Fort Worth. I mean, Rangers. You know, lots of teams that we have in the 817 area, and they do at times consistently disappoint us. So I'm gonna hold out some hope for the maps. I think you know we can do it, and if not this season, then definitely next
3: yeah i'm not a I'm not a huge uh basketball fan um baseball is more my speed but um but you know uh I don't really gotta you know i'm from houston uh Obviously, Houston Rockets. Eh, yeah.
2: You should join the Mavs uh, fans. Yeah, you guys are.
3: Uh, like
0: you guys are. With, you guys are trying guys to guys recruit.
3: Yeah, yeah, I'm trying to
2: recruit you. I'm
3: trying to recruit me, but you know. Uh if I got to go for a Texas team, it's, I guess, Mavs.
0: Yes. It's just, it's just how it's got to be. I mean, definitely. That's definitely my Texas team. And I mean, I mean, looking at them, it's right now, it's those last few spots in the West are like so close. The Mavs are 11 seed right now, but they're 37 and 40. And then if you look all the way up to the 7 seed, the Pelicans are 39 and 38. So they're literally like two within two games of all of these teams that are fighting for those last playoff spots. So, I mean, it's, it's kind of anybody's race right now, but I'm really hoping that the Lakers can get in there and the Mavericks can get in there because once you make it to the playoffs, it's kind of it's that's why it's seven game series. Yeah. The best team is gonna win, and I think these teams can make up, especially with the talent they have. They can both make runs this mm-hmm. season, but guys. That is gonna be all the time we have here. But before we get out of here, we are gonna hear from Bo for an update on the weather.
3: Oh man, weather. Uh real fast. It's uh it's a little windy out, little little overcast out today with a uh we got a high of ninety today. It's gonna to be wow. really, really bipolar today with a low of sixty-five. So it's going from extreme low to extreme high here in the here in the San Marcos area, uh with a forty percent chance of rain. But going into the weekend, we're gonna be continuing to see a lot of that fluctuation with uh, Saturday having a high of 83 and a low of 54 with uh, cloudy skies, and then on Sunday a high of 86 and a low of 61 with a 30% chance of rain. And it's just gonna it's gonna follow that trend kind of into the beginning of next week with a uh, it really only changing up starting Wednesday with uh with a high of 76 and a low of 63, and then it's just gonna get cold. Uh, and then it's going to get hot again. It's just going to be bipolar up and down all week long. So I would say plan to wear uh plan to dress accordingly, but you really can't with this. So Peace,
2: love Texas weather. <laughs> we love it. We yeah. love it
0: here. You, how do you even We've been, I've been here my whole life and it's impossible to get used to but <laughs> I mean, thank you Bo but uh, everyone like I said that's going to be all the time we have for today's episode but be sure to keep up with everything Sam Marcos and Texas State related by following us on Instagram Twitter and YouTube at KTSW Sports for Bo Kelly Autumn Daughter and Presley Davis I'm Orlando Smart thanks for listening we hope you tune in again same time on Monday and have a wonderful rest of your day for now let's get you back to the other side of radio